Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We're right now in the middle of the 10 days of Teshuvah between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. It's very serious days in which we are all uh, getting our act together, going to ask forgiveness to those who we wronged this year and to forgive those who wronged us and especially to ask forgiveness to Hashem and to ourselves. So this week's Torah portion, it's called Hasinu. And Hasinu is a, is a poem, is a testimony that begins with Moshe Rabbeinu calling the Jewish people uh, to hear his divine message. This is uh, the last day of his life in which he's giving this song, it's a song to the Jewish people. And uh, where it says, listen carefully heavens and I shall speak and let the earth hear the utterances of my mouth. Let my teaching drip like rain, my speech flow like dew, like storm winds blowing on vegetation and like raindrops on plants. When I proclaim the name of the eternal, ascribe greatness to our God. And it continues. And it has um, moments in which it is uh, actually reprimanding the Jewish people for past actions and letting them know what's going to be in the future. And it's a very, very, I would say, moving poem. And, um, and it really is the history of, of our people, of the Jewish people. And as the sages state, this song is important for it contains the present, contains the past, and it contains the future. And, um, and it contains this world and it contains the next world. It talks about Olamasea and Olamaba and it talks about the future redemption. And as Nachmanides state, it contains all the future despite its con conciseness. And so this song of Asino is an all-inclusive uh, legacy that Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Jewish people on his last day on earth. And uh, the sages, they teach us from, that, from this verse, of these verses of the, of the poem of Hasinu, is, uh, is that we should learn every Jew has to have a letter in a Sefer Torah. So it's very important that when you hear that someone is writing a Sefer Torah, that you should go and, and pay for a letter that you should be included in a Sefer Torah. And it's more, it's a segula for long life. And so the Maggit of Meserich emphasized the importance of this portion but by saying that every Jewish individual should know the song of Hazinu by heart. Like we should really take it upon ourselves that we should learn it by heart because it's really, the, the, as it says, it's the past, the present, and the future of the Jewish people. So Hazinu reveals God's perspective of the world for him all that transpires in creation is part of his grand plan. So it, it, it really is a, a poem in which we can come to understand God's will in this world, why he created the world, what was his intention for the world. And uh, God's foreknowledge of our actions does not mean that uh, we don't have free will, because in this poem, it also talks about what the Jewish people are gonna do once they enter the land of Israel and how they're gonna misbehave. And it's talking about thousands of years later. So it's not that Hashem uh, takes away from us our free will. It doesn't mean that because he knows what's gonna be, he takes away the free will and that we're like marionettes, like puppets that are being moved by strings. 
and we do have free will we do have free choice and also we should always take responsibility for our actions it's very important if a person misbehaves it's his responsibility it's his accountability and and uh, nonetheless god knows everything and directs our plans and stated in the mishnah everything is foreseen but permission is given to choose so hashem knows everything that we're gonna do he knows if we're gonna be if we're gonna be rich or poor if we're gonna be good or bad uh, if, he knows from advance how you're gonna react in a certain situation the question is why does he send us these these trials if he knows how we're gonna behave like what's the need for it and the reason is because he wants us to know where we're standing in our lives if, if someone uh, does something to you and the way you behave towards that person or towards their situation says more about where you're standing or of what that person did to you it's so you can know where you're standing and so this is a famous paradox of, of for knowledge and free will and there's been volumes written about these ideas and god knows everything ahead of time but he chooses but he we choose what to do so he led us to choose he led us to choose if we want to be close to him or not gonna be close to him if we're gonna be good or we're gonna be bad that's all the choice we have uh, if we desire to be close to hashem this is this is our choice so in the previous torah portions we we felt the full impact of our free will in parasha kitavo for example and we made a covenant with god and accepted that he will bless us or curse us here i give you a curse or a blessing or a curse right and in parasha nitzavim the portion of teshuva of repentance we read how the redemption will arrive when we repair our ways how important it is that every jewish person repairs his ways and that we do have free choice and there is a reward for your free choice and there's a punishment for your deeds if you do the right thing you're going to be rewarded and if you don't there's a consequence so hashem has a system of 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 um, of, uh, of consequences regarding what you do in life cause and consequence so there's one story that illustrates the extent to which god allows an individual to mess up let's say it and it says that Nachmanides had a student and his name was Rabbi Avner. And this Rabbi Avner became a, a heretic. He became an Apicorus. Uh, he was a very uh, spiritual student of Rabbi Nachmanides. He was one of his biggest students. And one day he decided this is not for me. And he went completely the other opposite direction and he became um, a very high uh, he became a, in a very high rank as an officer in the government and he became um, he became a, a bad person and people feared him he was not a good person and so one day he sends for Nachmanides and he was young keeper and he sends for his teacher and uh, before his eyes he killed uh, a pork he cooked it and he ate it in front of his eyes on Yom Kippur, right? So the, when he finished eating, he mockingly asked the rabbi how many times he was now liable for punishment of excommunication. It's called karet, when you do a, a sin like that, like the, the soul is cut from the, from the source. So Nachmanides replied that he was liable for excommunication four times. And the Avner, tried to argue with Nachmanides and he said that he was 
really uh, liable to excommunication five times. So the rabbi set his eyes upon him angrily and the man felt silent because he still held this rabbi Nachmanides in a very high esteem. And eventually the rabbi looked at him and says, Abner, what did I do? What, what turned you to become a, a heretic? What happened to you? You were one of my star students. What happened to you? And, uh, and Abner replied that once he had heard Nachmanides teach a pa this parasha Hasinu, where he said that uh, all the mitzvot and everything in the world are included in this Torah portion, and because he thought this is impossible, like it's impossible, how am I going to be in included in this Torah portion? He changed his ways and became a different man because he didn't believe his teacher. And the rabbi then replied, I still hold by the same. Uh, he, and he then asked Abner what he wanted to see in this parasha Hasinu. How can he show him? And the man was confounded and said, if this is the case, show me if you can find my name written in this Torah portion. And so he went to a corner and he started praying and he said to him, he said to him that there is a, 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 a line where his name is and he says, Amarti Afehem Ashvita Menosh Sigram. And he says that the third letter of each word spells out the, na the man's name, Rav Avner, Rav Avner. So when Avner heard this, and it was not Avner, it was Rav Avner, he was horrified and he asked the rabbi if there was a remedy for his, um, for his condition. And the rabbi replied, you heard the words of the verse, and he left. And so the man immediately took to a ship with no sailor, and he got lost at sea, and nobody ever knew what happened to him. So, so in one of the discourses, the Rebbe Lubavitch, Menachem uh, Mendel Schneerson, in a rare moment of personal disclosure, told how he first heard this story from one of his teachers in Hader when he was a little boy in kindergarten, and he gave his own insights. So he says, in this story, we see something wonderful happen and awe-inspiring regarding the general issue of Teshuvah. And it stresses that the name of Nechmani, the student, was Rabbi Avner. This means that by repenting, he reached the status of which the Torah refers to him as Rabbi Avner. So he was not in Parasha Hasino. He's not in Parasha Hasino as Avner. He's written as Rabbi Avner because Hashem saw that he was going to repent and eventually he would rise up to be Rav Avner. So the Rebbe reminds us of another story that is mentioned in the Talmud and it's the story of Rabbi Lazar ben Durdaya. And this Rabbi Lazar ben Durdaya also was one of the biggest rabbis of the moment. But what happened to Rabbi uh, Lazar ben Durdaya is uh, that he started learning a philosophical Greek text. And because of this, he became an Apicoros and he also left the Torah. And he went the other way and he became a terrible person. Uh, he stole and he had women and he like he had la vida loca and he one day one this this rabbi Lassa ben Durdaya uh, recognized of what uh, saw what he had been doing and he decided that he wanted to do um that he wanted to do teshuva so he went to the mountains 
and he asked the mountains for forgiveness and the mountain says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we cannot forgive you. Only Hashem can forgive you. And then he went to, this, to the sky and the sun and the moon and they also said, we cannot forgive you. And then he saw the rivers and the oceans. We cannot forgive you. And the story goes to say that he, he, he went into fetal position. He went like this and, uh, and he started to cry and started to do teshuva and a, a voice came out from this from heaven and said rabbi lazar ben, ben, ben durdaya um, is invited to the life in the world to come and he was forgiven and his soul left his body he died actually so what we learn from this is that nothing is lost we can all always do teshuva we can always repent and, and go back to our essence um, and we see that, uh, that, that with Rabbi Abner, we see the idea that God knows everything ahead of time. Um, and this aggravated Abner to, to have that idea that Hashem knows what's gonna be with his life, but he chooses his life. He couldn't come to, with, to this, uh, to this uh, realization. And he wanted to prove that the choice was his to do as he wanted. But at the end of the day, we see how Hashem really he, if he wants a person to do teshuva, he'll, he'll make him do teshuva. He'll put him in the situation and the, and the, and the, and the, and the journey to do teshuva. And we see that he said to Nachmanides, like, how many, how many karets I have? And Nachmanides says, you have four. And he says, no, I have five. And he was alluding to the five levels of the soul. So we have the, the, the nefesh, ruach, neshama, haya, yehida, and one is the instinctive level, the other one is emotional, the other one is intellectual, the other one is a transcendental one, and the, the last one and the highest one is yehida, which is oneness. And this oneness, that's why uh, Nachmanides says only four, you, you only have cut your, your connection to God up to haya, but he said, no, even my Yehida, but he said, no, you can never cut that connection. That connection is always intact. So we have to know that the, the, this, the, there's, a, there's a level of our Neshama that is connected above, that is one with Hashem, and it's never sinned. And it doesn't matter what a person has done in his life. If he does the Shuva, he can always correct his past, his present, and his future. So I wanna wish you a blessed week, and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.